The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. With the McDonald's app, you can get your favorite thing delivered to your door. So if you were looking for a reason to skip washing those dishes you left in the sink, consider this a sign. Right now, get $0 delivery fee with any purchase of $15 or more, only in the app. At participating McDonald's, minimum purchase excludes tax and service fees. Delivery prices may be higher than in restaurants. Other fees may apply, not valid with any other offer, discount, or coupon. Ladies and gentlemen, on behalf of the California Angels and the City of Los Angeles, on the occasion of Her Majesty's Royal Visit, Please welcome internationally renowned opera star Enrico Palazzo. Yes, he's in the intensive care ward at Our Lady of the Worthless Miracle. You should have been pulled in the forefront. They have faith in you. You should have been To communicate with us on the live stream, this is the Hey, it's Enrico Palazzo Fantasy Baseball Podcast presented by RotoFanatic.com. Deary is back. I am MJ Govier, GOV is in Victor, IAR on Twitter. C Deary1999 is Christopher Deary. Missed the last couple of fab shows, but you are back in the his house, man. How do you feel? Sunday night. I am excited to connect with our community. Yeah, I've been here, I've been all over the place, man, in the last couple of weeks. Been missing some shows, but I'm ready to gear back up and get this Palazzo pod started. I'll be everywhere, man. Go Tigers. Go Tigers. So we're going to talk about uh, baseball, of course. You know the drill. Sunday night, get in, get out. Fab pickups, waiver wire, streamers, two-start pitchers, hitting hitter streamers to pick up. That's included in streamers. And who's got the best schedules and all that stuff. So don't miss out. And we're going to be following along, at least I will, with rotofanatic.com's great articles. Very handy for this type of stuff. We do it every Sunday with the schedule factors. Always gives you the advantage. Tell you who's got the best schedule this week. Who's going to help you? Who should you start? Who should you sit? Crosby Sensor Schedule Factors comes out every Saturday on rotofanatic.com. I say it all the time. And then you got Mr. Dr. Mike Carter with his closing remarks. All 30 bullpens covered. Plus, he takes your questions and he brings them into the article so you can feel like you're really a part of the experience. And lastly, the infirmary report by Davey Funnel. Mr. Canada, my favorite Canadian next to Leanne, my girlfriend, of course. And uh, the infirmary report is something you need. All 30 teams, every injury. Not just the latest ones, but all the previous ones that are sitting there lingering. He gives you updates on those. And that's what makes the infirmary report special. All of it available at rotofanatic.com. Yeah, we know that. So, Deary, it's Sunday evening. It's the middle of June, basically. Now it's June 13th. How do you feel about all of your fantasy teams overall? How are you feeling right now? It's fucking sell time, man. That's <laughs> over. I'm in sell mode, man. I had like two really good weeks in a row, got me back in the hunt, and now it's fucking sell time for me. It's just things have not worked out. I'm very, very frustrated right now. 
it's been injuries, it's been underperformance, it's been obviously my head-to-head leagues. Everybody knows the issues with head-to-head leagues, and I just keep getting murdered. Like another great week, nice ERA again, bombed because this guy puts up forty-nine innings with like a one point five seven. Like, come on, man, can't win in that. Boy, that is not the type of excitement we were looking for. But I do empathize. And I think there's a lot of you out there who can also appreciate that frustration. Jasper Springer's back with us, so I know he gets it. Jasper, what's up, bud? Good to have you back. Jasper is becoming... You're always here, Jasper. I'm talking to you directly right now. You're always here. Every week. All week long. He's Even on the Monday show that I did with Dr. David A. Meyer, which was a really great show, uh, I want to strongly recommend you go back and check that one out because it's about injuries insider information about how teams look at injuries, how players look at their own injuries, how to read between the lines when they send out information to find out if somebody actually has a torn elbow that's going to require TJ, or is it just a minor inflammation that they could get by with? These little pieces of information make a difference. Oh, boy, we got our first... Here we got trade updates. Ryan's in the house first. Ryan has become our wizard with the deary back massage jokes. Uh, Ryan loves it. He can't get enough. Ryan, here he is. Your boy's here. He's back, so give it to him. Both barrels. I'm ready to get two-handed. <laughs> Jasper says, traded Garrett Cole for Zach Wheeler and Taiwan Walker last night. Hmm. I don't think that's as crazy as it might look on the surface. What do you think of that, Deary? Spider tech uh, insanity. You're afraid of the spider tech? Wheeler's been incredible this year. I really, that's really love thing. what Wheeler's been doing. And Taiwan Walker had a great start the other night. Taiwan Walker's ERA blew me away the other day. Somebody just happened to post a trade offer on a DM, so I was perusing it, and I looked at his stats. I hadn't looked at Tywin Walker's stats in a while, i got to be honest. It's amazing what he's given you. 50 innings so far of legit, like, top 10, borderline top 10 pitcher value with the ERA and stuff. He doesn't strike two out point, a ton of guys. 2.07 ERA, 5-2 and two right now for the struggling Mets. 1.03. This is something that we've been expecting from Taiwan Walker when he first came up a few years ago, and he's been really solid for the Mets this year. Mind-blowing. I'm, I'm really, really surprised by it. That's why I think he's going to fall off a cliff at some point. But, Jasper, just remind me, of course, Palazzo Podcast at ProtonMail.com, Palazzo Podcast on Twitter, Palazzo Podcast on Facebook and Instagram. We do most of our business on Twitter. Two L's, two Z's. Utah, give me two. Give me two, Gary. Uh, so so you, you taking that trade then? I thought about trading Garrett Cole. I have him in my home league, a head-to-head, 14-team Cats League, OBP instead of average. And I'm... 18 games under 500. I'm not giving up yet. I'm not giving up yet. I'm not. But Garrett Cole in this spin factor, look what we saw today. We saw Shane Bieber's spin was down. If you look at every pitcher who is elite, all of their spin rates are down. But it doesn't necessarily mean because the spin rates are down that they're going to start sucking. What I'm concerned about is the confidence issue. And I talked about this earlier in the week, Deary, because And you know this. You know how athletes are. It might not even change their game, but the the mental confidence they get from having that spider attack, whatever the hell they use, and not having it, I wonder which pitchers will be more flustered by it mentally between the ears. Yeah, we've been talking about the mental aspect of the game here ever since we started the Palazzo Pod in 2020. And you take that routine out of a guy who's a stud, and that could mix some things up. So, I mean, everybody saw the Cole interview last week. Mike, you did a fantastic video about emulating what Garrett Cole looked like with his facial expressions. <laughs> Man, he fumbled that interview. Uh, that was weird. 
that was so weird and wheeler's been incredible this year so it's like if you can scoop up wheeler i mean walker's at the high end of where he's probably going to be right now i see some regression on the way but i mean zach wheeler's been right there with garrett cole i agree garrett cole in my opinion is definitely tradable especially if you're trying to make a move and juggle things up a bit even in keeper situations i'm willing to give up garrett cole but i gotta get a package i'm not gonna just sell him on the cheap don't panic Star Platinum, what up, man? Star Platinum says, saw you on Rotowire the other day. That's right, I was on the Rotowire podcast with Scott Jenstad. You could check that out if you want to hear me blabber on about Dominic Smith and bullpens that have no answers to them. I did try to answer them, dearie, but it's impossible. <laughs> Kansas City, Minnesota, there's no answers, right? We knew this coming into the start of the year that uh, it was going to be a fluid situation in about 75% of the bullpens. Star Platinum says, Soto was the guy who put the rubber balls in his bat. Now, not Juan. Because I've never, Juan's never had that issue, right? So are you, this was, Scott Jensen brought it up on the show. He said somebody in the 80s got busted because all these bouncy balls came out of the bat when it broke. <laughs> we looked it up and it was Craig Nettles. That's what we found out oh, after that. Oh, Greg I, Nettles? Yeah, and this was in the 70s, Craig, I believe. Craig, Greg, like he can't spell Craig normally, yeah, so it is spelled it was, so all yeah, weird. Craig? It was, I think it was Craig. Yeah, it was a fucking weird way to spell Craig. <laughs> There's no way this is Juan, unless you mean maybe Mario Soto. He was a former pitcher back in the day. Maybe he tried to use bouncy balls. I don't know. If you could verify for that, thank you. I would appreciate that, Star Platinum. Jasper says, no, just couldn't pass it up. Oh, he's talking about his trade, right? Ryan says, the back jokes will keep coming. Don't worry. Govier looking fresh with the new buzz. That's right. That's right, man. You're trying to get that Deary hairstyle going. Great work. You, well, yeah, it's a way to really tell yourself frankly that you're fat and you're out of control <laughs> and the more hair you take off the closer you get to your skin it'll tell you the truth and i needed the truth so we have not been taking care of ourselves over the last year it was like prime time to some weight we're just getting fatter than ever Welcome i to played 40. softball today you know we were out there again we yeah, play every sunday. sunday by the way dear i didn't tell you this they're nine inning games no double headers it's a nine inning softball game it's very weird i like it and yeah i like it too but they put me in right field. I've played right field the first two games, and oh, I, I came. I never. I didn't get any fly balls to me today. They're all warm burns. Really? Yeah. yeah so, even though they had three lefties, I was very disappointed. Hmm. And I so this guy hits a base hit. I come running up on it, and for some reason, <laughs> I start throwing. And the ball you throw it over the roof. <laughs> no offense to women, but it was like you throw like a girl. It truly. Oh, it didn't no. even go straight. It went like to the side and like. It was the worst throw I've ever thrown in my life. You got a decent arm. I've played ball with you before. I, I don't know what happened there. It was really weird. It's like my knee felt weird and like the support wasn't there on the bottom. And I was like, ah, ah. and everyone's looking at me like, what the fuck was you that? I get those knee braces. You know what you need? You need softball bag. You need a softball bag with double bats on each side, right. ten, 10 different mitts. You got to turn into softball guy, cool pants, all that crap. You're absolutely right. You're damn Damn, Skippy. Jasper says, uh, uh, I Cole is declining anyway, especially now. You see Cole is declining? Um, that's a bit of a stretch. I don't think he's declining, but we're going to reevaluate everything with all this substance shit going on. Star Platinum says, Burns got beat up by Pittsburgh. Oh, he did. That was a it shock. Wasn't, but it wasn't that bad, dearie. He only gave up two earned runs. So there yeah, was that happened runs. early, and he still struck out eight or nine, right? Yes, that's the thing. The strikeouts were there. In a short outing, we can verify that log completely. But I saw people panicking yesterday, like, "Oh, Corbin Burns didn't look so good yesterday." He's been so unhittable. There's no way you're going to have a Jacob Degrom season where you go 35 starts where you're just unhittable. Like that's just not going to happen. It's not sustainable throughout a full season. These things are going to happen. Do not panic on Corbin Burns. That's the whole point. He's been so good that he gave up two earned runs, three walks, eight Ks in four innings, guys. So yeah, the walks he was were three. <laughs> yeah. He gave up eight hits and three walks. 
So that's a bogus. That's not a good whip for an outing, but let's slow our roll there. I wouldn't freak out just yet. Hiya, Star. A lot of people talking to each other in the chat. It's weird now. We're getting people not just talking to us. You guys talk to each other in the chat. We're really Great. moving up in the world. Oh, he meant Sosa. Oh, yeah, Sammy. Yeah. Well, so, Sammy had the cork. I definitely it was, was cork. cork bat. There was no balls in there that I remember. Yeah, it was cork. But yeah, it was a cork bat. We lived that experience. I definitely remember that. Uh, you know, football is the most... Are we getting... Is this real? You know, football is the most popular sport in the world, but not American football, called rug... We've gotten two comments in here that are like, I don't know if they're trolling or they're just like spam trash. Sammy Sosa was the one who put the balls in his bat. Well, I want... Did he get popped twice? I remember that day that he got popped for the cork bat. It was an afternoon game out there at Wrigley. They pulled him off the field. It was suspected. But maybe there was another occasion where he got popped with some uh, mini rubber balls in that bat. (laughs) This All right. Well, this will go on forever. The internet has all the answers, but apparently we're seeming to disagree. It happened. You guys enough for joining us on the Plazo Podcast. Two L's, two Z's. Utah. Alex says, "Give me two. I think we can agree not to panic too much about the other guys, but Bauer, would you buy low if a panicky owner is selling? Deary, I turn it to you. So Bauer pitched yesterday, right? Had a rough start. Look, look. okay, so Bauer's six and five. If you plan a, a, a wins-loss league, six and five is not impressive. 2.64 ERA, 111 strikeouts, 29 walks. That's still pretty damn impressive. His last few starts here have not been that great. Obviously, yesterday, four earned runs. Six runs, only four were earned. Three runs a week ago against Atlanta. Another tough matchup. St. Louis the mm-hmm. week before that. That's a solid team. Three earned runs. Two earned runs before that. He was pretty solid. I think he's just going through the valley right now where he's not he's not pitching that great. I would not panic. I still think he's a top-tier guy. Yeah, Bauer was the guy he was in 2018 before he added the spin rates, which basically means he started cheating like everyone else, although he wanted to legitimize it when he's like, well, everyone else is doing it, so I'll do it now, which was basically last year, 2020. He wanted to sign down with it. But if everyone else is going to regress right now because of the spider tag and them being all over you and, and, and checking checking your garb throughout each inning, everyone else is probably going to regress too if they're guys that yeah. have that are taking advantage of the high spin rate with their the gunk. Yeah, yeah. Ryan's right. Palazzo Podcast getting the spam trash. Moving up in the world. <laughs> we are. We're getting spammed. Look, there's another one. Hey, congrats to the United States. Who gives a fuck? Go away. I, I wish I'd kick these people out. I don't know how to get you out of here. Please. We're here to talk baseball. We're not talking about football or soccer. Please. All right. Let's talk about the, this week's schedule. Who's got what? What you can look forward to? Who's going to be the difference maker? Deary, we got a lot of teams playing seven games this week, which is a good sign. In fact, we have 16 teams with the seven-game schedule. That's a full load, and that's good news for us. I like full loads. We all love full loads. There's no doubt about it. Colorado Rockies are back home. Home is where the heart is when the Rockies are playing at home. And I'll tell you this right now. I made one of my better calls recently by benching Jonathan Scope for the weekend series against Mm -hmm. the Sox. And going with Brendan Rodgers, who's really starting to take things up a notch. I hope he's still available. If he's available in your league, Brendan Rodgers is healthy. He's a legit star. He was. He was always a super high. This was a guy that we all probably had a turn at, like, waiting for him to come up in the majors in our keeper leagues, and our dynasty leagues. And now he's finally here, Derry. Yeah, I mean, you got to remember when you look at Jonathan Scope, I mean, he still plays for the Tigers. He had a great two-week stretch. But he also plays for the Tigers. The Tigers got bombed by the White Sox this weekend. But Rodgers is getting the opportunity. He's healthy. He's back from his little DL stint. He's healthy. He was a top prospect for them. I've scooped him up in, another, in a couple of leagues where I needed that second base 
guy, and he's been a big, big boost up this season or this week, basically. Did you disappear? No, I'm here. I disappeared. That was weird. I had a poor connection for some reason. Sorry about that, folks. Uh, yeah, so, yeah, Bauer's spin rate's still up there, so he's not trash. Don't worry about that. Any interest in Sammy Sammy Long this week? Uh, boy. I don't think so. Uh, Deary? Shed Long? Who's Shed? Sammy? Who's Sammy Long? Sammy Long's the new guy. He's the guy I was supposed to know? He's on San Francisco, I think. Yeah, he's a pitcher. <laughs> he went four innings, struck out seven. This week against Texas on the road, Deary. Four innings, seven strikeouts. Looked pretty good. Sammy Long, you get to know. Newcomer with all the injuries coming up. We're learning about new players that we never heard about before, and I'm just going to come clean on that. Sammy Long was a name I kind of saw earlier this week, but I don't know shit about Sammy Long. And to tell you I did would be a flat-out lie. He sounds like a gangster from the 80s. Like, Was he in Goodfellas? Hey, Sammy Long. Yeah, I'm bringing him up Sammy. right now. This guy's a high strikeout guy. He was a pretty high strikeout guy the last few years uh, with the White Sox and A ball, double A, triple ball, A ball with the Giants, only 25 years old. Okay. So who's he got on the, who's he going against this week, dear? Oh, God. Oh, now I got to really do my homework here. Washington. Yeah, Washington. Washington? Yeah, at Washington, the Nets. No, we're lying. We're idiots. They just play. No, what they're, are they're doing? Just, they're just Let's get our shit the together. They've got Arizona at home starting tomorrow. A four-game series against the D-backs. He pitched on June 9th. That was Wednesday. So, yeah, he'll definitely be taking his turn against the D-backs offense. That sucks. So, I say yes, Star Platinum. Move him up. Sammy Long. Definitely a streamer. Right, Deary? Well, those ratios look great. Four innings, seven strikeouts. That, that's fantastic. I mean, in AAA, it looks like he had pitched seven and two-thirds, 17.61K per nine. That's really, really nice. And only it looks like he only gave up two, one run? No, no runs. Oh, wow, no runs. I'm like looking this up on the fly. This is how terrible of an analyst I am. I have no idea who Sammy Long is. I'm a loser. Oh, you've been outside too much, living your life. It's fun. I've been so out of control the last two weeks. It's time to reel it in. a busy week. Yeah, no, it's all right. Two weeks. You'll get back. You'll get back to it. It's People, probably why I got bombed in all my leagues this week. <laughs> that makes a lot of sense, actually. But the one thing that people like about you is that you're always honest, Erie. And if you don't have it, you won't tell them a lie. So that's why people stay with us, even if we don't have the answers. It's important. I'm not going to feed you bullshit. Pick up Sammy Long. I know what I'm talking about. But what about between these three? You got Sammy and Sandoval, who looked pretty damn good again today, or Josh Ooh. Fleming. Sandoval looks like did the guy Fleming, to own. Did, did Fleming roll today? Did he pitch today? Uh, you know, I was out playing softball too, so I'm still catching up <laughs> on today's action. We're but uh, yes, he did. He got four innings, three strikeouts, no earned runs, and a minuscule whip with the victory for the Rays. Josh Fleming time. On the season, he's pitched 52 and a third innings. Only has 30 strikeouts coming in today. That's a pretty poor K-9. But the whip is 109, so that's good. And the ERA is 3.44. Those are solid ratios. Yeah, the, the strikeouts concern me. I mean, he started on the fourth here against Texas. Did go seven innings, only struck out two guys and gave up some runs here. And but they would be going there. at Seattle, too. That's a nice matchup. Oh, that's, that's always beautiful. It's a possible no-hitter anytime you play Seattle. Although, they took it to Shane Bieber today, dude, which was sweet. Shocking. Shane Bieber got hammered by the Seattle Mariners. No, no hitters. Forget that. Forget shutouts. He gave a five earned today, and the spin rate was down, and people were like, oh, God, run for the hills. 
but I wouldn't freak out just yet. What about Patrick Sandoval? So against Seattle last week, he had 10 strikeouts, went six innings. He's gone yeah, five innings amazing. and four over the last four starts. He went six mornings today, got the victory with four Ks, looked really mm-hmm. good against Arizona. Again, Sammy Long against that Arizona team. That's a nice matchup, Star. I'm glad Star Platinum brought that up. Shout out to you, Star. And it looks like uh, looks like Sandoval is going to have Detroit this week. Yes, another tasty matchup. So I like, of the three of them, this week with their matchups, I'd go Sandoval, Long, then Fleming. Okay. Although they're really tight, though, because there's all of them have juicy matchups. Seattle, Detroit, Arizona. These are some of the weaker offenses around. So consider that notion, my friend, when you're making your moves. Sure. Uh, bulk pitcher last week. You went bulk pitcher. Cool. Long and Fleming bulk pitcher can get cheap wins. That's the way to play it. No doubt about it. Here's the guy that Ryan's bringing up. That <laughs> I wanted to talk about him. Fraley. I wanted to talk about him, so let's just dive into him. Yeah, Jake Fraley is the new Barry Bonds. Beware. I completely agree. I'm totally in on that. 200 walks a season. M- Mitch Hanniger got hurt today. He left the game, so oh, he had no. a bone bruise in his knee, I believe. So this is going to be... At least, even if he doesn't come back for a week or five days, Jake Fraley's been stealing bags, hitting bombs, and he walks. He can, In an OBP league, his value goes even higher, in my opinion. I love Jake Fraley. He was on my list of players I specifically wanted to talk about. You should own Jake Fraley. Drop somebody else. Make Jake Fraley a part of your lineup this week, and don't even look back. Yeah, it's those things that you can't really find on the waiver wire. A guy that walks more than he strikes out. He's got 19 walks compared to 13 strikeouts. He's got four swipes here and 44 plate appearances. If he starts getting the bulk of the time here in left field, this is a very intriguing guy to have on your roster. Have you watched uh, Eric Haas with the Tigers, man? He's been amazing. Oh, it's been ridiculous. I've watched a lot of Tigers action the last couple of weeks, mainly because I, I just want to check in on the pitching. And then I did pick up scope here. So I was riding that scope train for two weeks and I just love watching the pitching. But yeah, that matchup, uh, you know, with Fraley, uh, you know, caught that amazing catch there in the 10th inning that, you know, it could have been a walk off there for the Tigers. But Eric Haas, I mean, this guy's what, 30 years old? And he, He's 28. 28? Okay. Yeah. Not bad. I mean, the Tigers have been rolling with Haas in left field the last week. So like he's even better eligibility here. He's not limited by Jake Rogers or anybody else taking his time at catcher. So he'd probably be in the lineup daily like he has been. No home runs in the last five days or so, but that's okay. You can't hit a home run every day. Love Eric Haas. This guy has the pedigree. He played at Dearborn Divine Child here locally too, Deary. So There's, I believe, three guys in the majors that played at Divine Child. I thought I saw a stat up on, uh, the other day about that. No shit. Oh, I did not know that. Wow. That was that's, yeah. that's, that's not even a big school here in the Metro Detroit area. That's like a Division three school. Yeah, that's true. I mean, they, they play here, and then they're... That one is long gone. They're gone. But Eric Haas has returned. And it must be so cool to play at the stadium, the park, and the team that you watched growing up. That's, that's amazing. It's amazing. Star Platinum says, I thought Wisdom was the new Bonds. Well, I think the uh, Wisdom was party is going to... Is it over? <laughs> I don't know. I I gave it two weeks, so. (laughs) Well, he hasn't hit a home run every day recently. In fact, he hasn't hit a home run since Monday or Tuesday. Yeah, Tuesday was his last home run. This week, he's been kind of chill, but he had such a hot start that it was impossible to keep the tear. Him and Eric Haas came out on these tears with eight home runs in, like, their first 10 days, and that's just not realistic, so. I would dump wisdom. (laughs) You're going to dump some wisdom on us? Yeah, dump wisdom. <laughs> dump wisdom. I, we, I mean, we gave it. We gave it two weeks. When Van was on the other day, we said two weeks. Two weeks. Oh shit! I got that. Where is that? Hang on. Oh, here we go. Please have this. Two wrong. weeks. Two weeks. <laughs> yes. 
<laughs> oh, did Mike, did you know that was the number one movie in America when we were 10 years old? I did not know that. Yeah. I did look up the number one movie in America on our 10th birthday, though. And that was Exorcist 3. I've never seen The Exorcist 3. Exorcist 3. Interesting. Number one movie that week at the box office. August 22nd, 1990. I don't remember that. I saw Cecil Fielder hit a home run, but I can't remember if it was 1990, August 22nd, or 1991. But it was one of those two years. I was there for my birthday, and he hit a home run to left field, and the Tigers won. Man, that was a fun team to watch. Long gone. Oh, yeah. But, you know, you guys don't give a shit about that. You're here to talk about... What's yeah, going to happen? Yeah, we got Titanic. Sit there like the house by the side of the road and watch it go by. Struck him off. Okay, right, so once again, use a striker man. Once again, using Crosby Spencer's schedule factors, the same information I have is directly available to you guys. You need to prep with this article. It comes out every Saturday. Schedule factors, bookmark it, please. Rotofanatic.com. It's going to help you. I want you guys to do well. So let's all do well together by reading the right stuff, and making the right choices. The Mets actually have eight games this week because they have a doubleheader, so they're in rare territory. But there's only one team with one with five games, Texas. The Rangers have five games this week, so if you could try to avoid playing your Rangers if you play in weekly lineups where you're trying to maximize stat compilation, then that's the way to go. But if there's juicy matchups that you don't want to miss on, such as... Boy, some of the Texas hitters have kind of heated up recently, and Nick Solak has not been one of them, unfortunately, which kind of makes me sad, but Texas is going to have Houston and Minnesota this week. And there's a chance to feast because Houston scored a shitload of runs today. Houston, Toronto, uh, 18, 16 runs. There were so many teams that scored a bunch of runs today, but then there was like three shutouts too. It was a weird day. It was a big weekend for a lot of teams. What do you mean? No, in terms of like high scores. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah, I mean, the Blue Jays put up a ton of runs. The White Sox put up a ton of runs against the Tigres. Yeah. So the Rockies are home, seven games. Please, get your Rockies in your lineup. Your Rockies hitters, that is, not the pitchers so much. That's another issue. Brennan Rodgers, Charlie Blackman, Trevor Story, uh, even, what is it, uh, Jonathan Daza? Jonathan? Jonathan, yeah. Right? It's not Jonathan. Jonathan. The Brewers have seven, and they also have four at Coors. Brewers get four at Coors. Now, I know the Brewers are kind of a wasteland right now because Dan Vogelbach's been playing first base regularly, but he's been on a roll, too. I'm going to throw it out there, especially in OBP leagues. It's time to pick up Dan Vogelbach and ride it because Travis Shaw just went on the 60-day IL. His shoulder is fucked, so that's done. Dan Vogelbach's going to get to play every day, and if you're in an OBP league, he's going to help you. He had a couple home runs this week. He always walks in roto leagues. It's a little more risky because the batting average will plummet. But OPP, I say, you know me. Get Volga back in your lineups. The the Brewers and the Mets are like two perplexing teams fantasy-wise because they're both in first place, but they don't, they don't score a ton of runs. And the Brewers are plus 10 at run differential. They've only scored 265 runs. That's actually That's fourth in their division. The Mets, even better. 219 runs scored, least in their division, and they're in first place. Coors. Yes, I forgot to hit the cores button. Thank you so much, Ryan. Ryan, what would I do without you? You're always... Oh, Luke is here. Luke Horobeck, Vogelfuck. Vogelfuck. <laughs> Luke Blakey, oh, checking in. Luke, uh, yeah, Luke was in right center today, and he should not have been in right center because we, we lost. We lost our game today. After a dominant performance in week one, we went down to the Woodbridge... Woodbridge, yeah, the Woodbridge people of Detroit area. They <laughs> took us down 25-18, 25-17, Luke should like be that. playing left side of the infield. Come on now. Well... 
that was the thing. We had to mix and match because some people weren't available, so we put Luke to the outfield for this one. But you, yeah, generally, Luke is always at short, manning the infield. If you Anyways, guys ever need a guest, I'll come and just play defense. I don't want to hit. Yeah, I was thinking about that. I've, you're definitely the first person I was going to contact if you just want to come out and play if we needed yeah. somebody. So you're definitely in the Rolodex. A Rolodex is a very old reference. Uh, the New York Mets, they have six games plus the doubleheader. So that makes it eight, guys. Eight games for the Mets. And the Mets offense is looking good. Some players of note that might be returning soon include Jeff McNeil, who should be back next weekend. Jeff McNeil. So don't start him in your weekly lineups because he won't be available till minimum Friday. But if you play in a bi-weekly lineup setting. You could put McNeil in for the weekend series next week. So that's good news. Jeff McNeil is going to help this offense. Uh, Dominic Smith is the odd guy out here. I talked about it on the Rotowire podcast with Scott Jenstad. And Dominic Smith is a no-go. I don't see how it's going to get better for him. Playing time is an issue, and he has not been great either. So if you own Dominic Smith, you might want to cut ties in a 12-team league, a 10-team league, definitely. 15-team league, you're really questioning yourself, how long can I hold on to this guy and not get any production? Well, I mean, yeah, we're 12 weeks in now, so it's like it, it's cut ties with the guys that aren't – you're not going to be rolling for the rest of the season to 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 make that stretch run for the playoffs. So you got to go with the hot hands right now, those Eric Haases of the world, those Jake Fraley's of the world. Those are the guys that are going to get you over the top over here in the next two weeks. You can't wait forever for guys. I'm excited for a guy like Jeff McNeil that you mentioned to come back. Just a, such a slow start to the season, but I think he was extremely unlucky at the start of the season. This guy is a career yeah. 300 hitter. I'm excited for him to get back to that Mets lineup, and I feel like this Mets lineup is going to start getting going. They need to get Conforto back. They need to get Nimmo back, but like it's amazing that they've stuck in first place, and I think there's a lot of fantasy-relevant guys on that squad once everybody comes back. The Twins have six games this week at Seattle, at Texas, and Byron Buxton and Max Kepler are expected back this week. So if you've been enjoying the good times with Trevor Larnack or even Alex Kirilov, there could be issues going forward because Buxton's going to play every day, and so will Kepler, even though I think Kepler's very, very overrated. I'm not a fan of Max Kepler whatsoever. No disrespect to him personally, but as a baseball player, just not feeling it. And that's pretty much it for the schedule quirks I wanted to go over. Uh, the Blue Jays have a weird schedule. They have one at Boston they have to make up, apparently. Then they have three against the Yankees and three at Baltimore. And the way the Blue Jays' offense has been smoking over the last, really, all season, their offense has been amazing, powered by Vladimir Guerrero, who's been incredible. But Kevin Biggio came back last Friday, two days ago, Deary. He has two home runs in these three games that he's played, and he's looking really good, like he's much more comfortable and healthy now. So I love Kevin Biggio. If you guys can find a way to acquire him, or if he's available in 10-team leagues, go pick his ass up. He may be, be available in a lot of leagues. Uh, I dropped him uh, right before he went to the IL just because I was I was scrambling. I needed to find something Wait, where... In the, what's up? In the 14-team league? Oh, uh, no, it's a 12-team league. Oh, it is a 12. Okay. Yeah, I... I, I I mean, we got middle infield, we got corner infield. I I dropped him right when he went to the DL. And mm. this guy who, who I initially started very high on him, and the more guests we had on, I kind of got talked out of him. And I, <laughs> the, place I, the place I ended up getting him, I did like it. And then off to a really poor start, went to the DL. But, like, you got to think about it this way. Like, this Blue Jays offense is bombing right now. Vlad Guerrero – superstar MVP. It's him and Otani right now in the American League. I think Guerrero just hit his 21st this weekend. That's absolutely unbelievable. Gavin Biggio is a guy who can get on base. If he can cut down on those strikeouts, he gives you really good fantasy value. And he's a guy who can be streaky. And right now he's streaking at the right moment. So hop on that board. 
Well said. You're, you're listening to the Hens Rico Palazzo Fantasy Baseball Podcast of Sunday Fab and Streamer Show. Streamers. Palazzo Podcast at ProtonMail.com. Palazzo Podcast. Look, it's right here on our stream. You can read it. I don't even have to say it. Two L's, two Z's. Utah. Give me two. He's C. Deary, 1999, at C. Deary, 1999. And I am at MJ is at Victor, I-E-R. By the way, where are our names? Oh, there they are. <laughs> it goes away when you put a comment up. Day. Oh, I got a good one for oh, this, Deary. Yeah. You're going to love this one. <laughs> if I can get it. Doi, Sigmund's pee brain? <laughs> <laughs> Problem, child? <laughs> yeah, there it is. Doi. Uh, you got to get Big Ben Little Ben, man. Oh, I, I couldn't no, find it. Many, I looked ever for it. You know, I looked. I, and there's not many Bens like in the league. You know, who are we talking here? Ben Sheets. Ben Sheets. That's exactly what I thought of. Ben Sheets. <laughs> but I couldn't find Big Ben Little Ben. I, all I got is this. Damn it. Are you insane? That's the dad. I got that so far. I, and it was really, really frustrating. I'm very sad about it. Star Platinum says, would you wait for Cookie Carrasco? And the people on the live stream comments, which you can be a part of every Sunday. Carrasco was just getting PRP injections. He's still a ways off, says Alex. Alex, sounds like you're tuned in and locked in. I would say that's solid advice. Alex has been waiting, but he might cut bait. Late July, possibly for Carrasco, says Star Platinum. Well, I, I really, there's no way for us to tell you and give you something that we don't know more than what you guys can read online. So yeah. I, I'm thinking about cutting him today, says Star Platinum. I don't think that's a bad idea. Maybe you could trade him somehow for somebody who's hoping or needs pitching help. At least consider that notion first. But I understand if you got to cut ties. Would you lay over $100 in fab for Caprellian? James Caprellian, who's Armenian, which we learned from our pal Kev, taught us that, remember? That's cool. One of the greatest... Armenians in the league. He's, he's a good pitcher, too. Uh, for, he, so, he looked really good uh, yesterday. Oh, nice. Would you pay 100 bucks or more for Caprellian in a 12-teamer if you're fairly set in hitting but need pitching? Alex, I would. I, I would, dearie. I think now is the time to strike. We You don't have any time to play around anymore. The clock is starting to tick. And if you need to make hay forward and you need someone to help you out in a particular area, it is worth it to spend 100 bucks or more. It really is. He's not a guy that starts every five days, though. If you look at Caprellian's game log, he definitely like a six a day or even longer. There's been a lot of gaps between his starts. So that's the only thing that would make me hesitant about it, but I certainly wouldn't disagree with trying to pick him up. I just don't know if I'd spend that much money. Well, it's interesting. So he's going to face off against the Yankees next week, week, which on paper looks daunting. But have you seen what the Yankees have been doing? They can't fucking score. They're now 33 and 32, three of their last seven. They got bombed by the Phillies today. Couldn't score at all. They actually have given up more runs than they've scored. They're just getting to the bottom seller of that four-team race here in the East. So, shit, maybe he can throw another gem against the Yankees coming up this week. But like you said, he's a guy who's kind of been going maybe every five or six days. But at this point, you got to pounce. If you're set and hitting, you got to pounce. pounce. You, you, you know, you don't have to start him every week. Look for that really good matchup. But, I mean, the guy's got good stuff. He looked really, really good yesterday. I streamed him in a head-to-head league, and it was huge. Didn't fucking matter because I still lost this week. But uh-huh. at least I'm going to hold on to him in my uh, K for 9 league. Oh, dearie, you poor bastard. What did you, what did you have, a few drinks this morning? I did have uh, a couple drinks today, I, yes. I think you did, didn't you? John was right. Okay, cool. All right, so there's your schedule. Let's go to, into two start pitchers this week and just starting pitchers in general. Then we'll go into relief pitchers. We'll try to make this timely and seemly. 
We mentioned Sammy Long, thanks to our pal. Who was it? That Star Platinum or Alex? You guys are all so interactive here. I can't keep up, but thank you for mentioning Sammy Long. He's definitely someone to pay for. I just don't think you can pay a ton of money on pitchers that might not be here that long. You know, a, a Cookie Carrasco, if he's healthy and he's finally playing, you know that he'll pitch every five days if he's healthy and that he's not going anywhere. That's the kind of uh, foundational understanding of a player that I'd like to count on. And with Caprellian and Long and all these guys, there's a lot of variables at play. So that's where I get worried. But as Alex says, he's playing in a one-off NFBC league. So the Caprellian bid to me would be worth it. It'd be worth it even more if it was a keeper or dynasty league. But obviously Caprellian yeah. probably would be owned or rostered already, right? All right. Two starters this week. Deary, two-star pitchers. I've had some decent luck recently. It hasn't been a god-awful nightmare for me. I, I feel pretty good. Like <laughs> That's I made good it. to hear. I'm glad yeah. your life is going well in the fantasy world. Well, Pablo Lopez is a perfect example. So this week he had, this past week he had what the Rockies at home. Yeah, we had the Rockies at home and he pitched amazing. He went eight innings, had like eight Ks. He was stellar. And then he had today's start, which basically negated that. So you end up barely even. And it's just like, fuck, man. I need, I need more than even. I'm trying to make my way forward to the top of the standings, right? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, it's tough. A guy like Pablo Lopez, who I like, but like when you get him. those two-star pitchers, great start to start the week, you don't have the option to sit him when he gets to his second start, and then he just negates that first start. That's what, that, that's what can become tough in Roto. Yeah, it's not the first time either. Brady Singer's done that to me a few times. It's just a, it's <laughs> it's a messy, messy Brady world, Singer. folks. Oh, Brady boy. Singer does this all the time. We talked about Tywin Walker, though, earlier in the show. He's got the Cubs at home, and then he's at Washington this week. I love both those matchups. Those are great. I think you're all in there, no problem. Louis Castillo, who has been a mystery at times, shown signs of life recently. He's got the Brewers on the road and then the Padres on the road. I, I love the Brewers matchup. I don't like the Padres matchup, but it is at Petco Park, though right-handed hitters could kind of still crank the ball there, as we've seen with several of them, including... Manny Machado and Fernando Tatis. Yeah, pods are still 21 and 14 at home, so that's going to be a tough matchup. We already talked about the Brewers. Uh, you know, the Brewers don't really score a ton of runs, so I like that first part. But, I mean, Walker's been really, really good this season. He hasn't really had too many hiccups, so it could be a nice roll of the dice here. Good call there. What about our pal Casey Mize, dearie? He's at the Royals, and then he's got the Angels on the road. Two road starts at one friendly pitcher's park. The other one, you know, Angels Stadium is actually – a hitter's park. It really is. But they're Ooh. on fire, too. The Angels are one yeah. over 500 now without well, Mike Trout. They're and starting, Anthony Rendon is a part of that. They're starting to get it together. They're still six back right now, but they've creeped up to 500. I think they're going to get in the race here, especially when Trout comes back. So we're talking Casey Mize here. Mm -hmm. Two starts here. So we got Angels and Royals. God, it feels like the Tigers. I think this is their fourth series against the Royals. It seems like yeah, they're playing them all the time. <laughs> Getting him out of the way early. Let's see. I mean, so he went six and a third against the Royals uh, back in May, about three mm -hmm. weeks ago. Six strikeouts, only one earned run. Casey Mice has been really nice. He did give up three against Seattle the other day. Started off really good, and then kind of he gave up that home run, uh, I believe, in the fifth there. Pitched pretty decent against the White Sox the start before that, and then pitched really, really good against the Yankees. So, I would probably roll out with, with Mize. You look at his last eight starts. He's pitched into the sixth every single start except one, which was that Yankees game. But he did strike out seven in that Yankees game. He's been limiting the walks, which has been really nice. I think you roll out with Mize here. I know it's going to be a tough matchup against the Angels, but I think I'd roll him out. 
bad. By the way, great points made here by Ryan. Ricky Henderson, I mean, Justin Upton. Yes, Justin Upton has become the super leadoff man. The new yeah, leadoff now. It's great. It, and they've been killing it. It's a great move by Joe Madden, who I like as a manager. Smart. People he's people so rip on man. I, he won a World Series with the Cubs, so. He's, he's the master of roster construction. And he's, he just knows how to use his players really, really well. And he's doing it with the Angels. I, 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 I never thought there would be a point where the Angels would not be successful with Joe Madden. I totally agree with you there. In fact, he's also really good at keeping morale up and motivation. He's got a lot of tricks in his bag. So I love Madden as manager. I wish he would have been in Detroit. That would have been awesome. But there's no reason to come here when he could go for the Angels, who have superstars in their roster. Uh, all right. So there's that. Star Platinum wants to know, Otani the pitcher or hitter next week? He pitches against Detroit. Uh, I go the hitter because I just find him to be too valuable. And when he does pitch, you only get one start a week. So it's got to be amazing, in my opinion. And Detroit is a great matchup. No argument here. But Detroit's been much better, by the way, since their awful early May struggles. Like, their offense has gone way up. Even though their average is still in the shitter, it's one of the bottom three or four in the league. They're they're, uh, more pesky offensively than you might realize. They've had, yeah, they had a winning record in May. I, I, I think Otani against Detroit this week has 10 strikeouts written all over it, but it might have five walks sprinkled in there as well, and maybe he goes five innings. So it, it could be risky. <laughs> if you're looking for wins, if you play in a wins league, Otani has two wins on the year. Now, he's had a lot of great strikeout games, two 10 strikeout games apiece, one nine, one eight, a couple sevens. But he's not getting you the wins, and... If you need wins and it's a wins league, I say go with the hitter because I love the hitter and he always produces. That's what he does. He's an incredible hitter. He's a good pitcher too. I'm not trying to shortchange him, but I got to go with the hitter if you ask me there. Uh, All right, quickly, a couple more. Alex Wood's got the Diamondbacks and the Phillies at home. Wood has stunk it up the last couple of starts, kind of gone off the rails and become the old old Alex Wood that we used to know, Deary. Any interest in two starts this week at home against Arizona and Philadelphia? God, Philly's been a mystery. They they played good ball today, but they've just been up and down. Building start- a mystery. <laughs> I mean, they're they're starting to get healthy here, but like, I just have no interest in Alex Wood. Like, oh, I, I just don't. He's not going to strike out enough guys. He's had a couple rough starts here in a row. I I like the first matchup. I like the Arizona matchup, but yeah, I, I don't think I really like the Phillies matchup against their right-handed bats. By the way, the Carson Kelly breakout season is kind of on pause now. He's cooled off a lot since he came back from the IL. Uh, unfortunately for you, Carson Kelly, people who have him on your squad. Sorry for that. I love him still. He's still a very, very talented player. But the heater he was on earlier has gone bye-bye. Alex Wood's last three starts, uh, not great. Four earned runs, seven earned runs, four earned runs. That's not good. And the K's have not been there in the last two starts at all. And the walks have definitely been there. Seven walks in his last two starts combined. So I, I agree with you. I think Wood, he shows flashes, and then he goes bye-bye. So <laughs> bye-bye. You want to talk about Gary Sanchez at all, Mike? Yeah. You want to talk about Gary? We, we haven't talked about him. and I know you've been tweeting a little bit about him. So uh, I'm, interested He's hear, I'm interested to hear you riff about him. He is heating up. I got a bid out for him right now. Oh, he's available? Hell yeah. He's available. The thing is, though, Deary, I said this a few shows ago. I definitely said it maybe about a week ago. It's a catcher's paradise right now. There are so many catchers that are hitting right now. It's yeah. weird. That's why Freaky. you can't, you shouldn't stick with Carson Kelly. Max Stassi is killing it. 
He is on fire. Eric Haas came up, hit a bunch of home runs. They're, James McCann's been serviceable and above average at least the last 10 days with the Mets. They're everywhere. They're everywhere, man. I, I don't. And Omar Narvaez of the Brewers is on fire. He's still hitting like 315 with a 900 plus OPS. It's actually been really fun. So if you yeah. waited like myself, like I waited on catchers real deep. I took James McCann late, ended up dumping him. I've I've gone to like three or four diff- other options out here. But there are guys out there, and it seems like someone goes on a nice streak for two weeks, they get dropped, and then someone else is picking them up. It's how catchers seem to be this year that everyone's owning four or five different catchers. And, hey, if you could find that run and they're going to be valuable for you for a couple weeks, fuck it. Do it. Go for it. Unless you're getting that real Muto trash, you're good to go. Uh, Gary Sanchez is great. He's still going to be good. He's been hitting consistently. The power's there. He's not like a shell. He's not a void. He's not a total waste on your roster. And he's been playing a little bit more consistently, too. So if he's available, he's definitely worth it. But there's so many catchers that I think are worth your time. I just mentioned a bunch of them. Even Tyler Stevenson when uh, Votto came back. And by the way, Joey Votto was my pickup of the week because he's smoking the ball Mm -hmm. since he came back on Wednesday. I picked him up in three or four leagues, and he's been a real bonus. Thank you, Mr. Votto. He's still crushing the ball at 37, 38 years old, dude. He's stinging the shit out of it. And that Reds lineup seems to just put up endless offensive numbers i mean yeah nick castellanos is carrying that team right now it's been unbelievable what's kind of worried me is stevenson has sat the last two days which is a little frustrating tucker barnhart is back so he's been playing obviously vado is back so i'm getting a little worried right that's what i got excited because yeah i I am a little worried because i have stevenson and this is why I i have my bid out for sanchez right now uh that reminds me another guy who's on fire you want to get him now. It might already be too late because he's hit back-to-back home runs in the last two days. And that's Matt Chapman. He's finally awake. He's yeah. crushing the ball, and he is in the zone, and it, it just clicks. This is baseball, folks. You look at your stat lines, you look at him play, and it shows you that the heater, the streak, is about to begin. Look at this. Last three days in this weekend series against KC at home at Oakland. Not a terribly great place to hit. Three for four, two runs scored. Three for five, home run, three runs scored, three RBIs. Today, one for four with a solo shot. So he's he found something. Something clicks for him, and he's going to make himself much more valuable going forward. And if you can get him now, do it now. Do it. Do it now. Come on. Kill me. Yeah, I mean, he, he he's comfortable now. He had hip surgery in the offseason. I don't think many people expected him to come back in that first month and come out like gangbusters and be amazing. But this guy's a really, really solid bat who's got mega power. Matt Olson's been carrying this team for the last two months here. This is a 40 and 27 team in first place. Chapman's going to start getting going here. And the A's are on the rise. Like they're going to continue to rise. They have one of the best records in the American League. And I love Chapman. I always have. Uh, lots of strikeouts at the start of the season. But like you said, he's hitting his groove. Like I talked about, I think he's getting more comfortable after having that injury in the offseason, the surgery. Guy's hot right now. Go yeah. scoop him up if you can in a nice little deal. Agreed. Totally agreed. All right, real quickly on these two starters, we got to get out of this. So Alec Manoa is at Boston, at Baltimore. Real quick, are you in or out? At Boston, at Baltimore, two starts. I think I'm out. in the blue jays are going to get him a victory he might have a tad high of an era but i think he can get a couple w's there that's good news uh tony gonsolin's a home against philly at arizona i like gonsolin even though he didn't look great against pittsburgh in his return his debut of 2021 he did have five strikeouts in one and two thirds innings which is very strong what do you think tony gonsolin a home against philly and at arizona 
I like Gonsolin. This guy just needs to find his groove. He's only had one start so far. I, I like him a lot moving forward. I think he can get him on the cheap, and he's going to give you some real good innings down the stretch here. Beautiful. Well said. A uh, new guy in the scene that people are thinking about playing, Tucker Davidson of the Atlanta Braves. He's got Boston and St. Louis at home this week. Boston uh, scuffling a little bit offensively recently, and St. Louis, you know, they're definitely a solid offensive bunch, but sometimes they go bye-bye too. If Arenado's not there to bail him out, Tucker Davidson, two home starts, Boston Cardinals. I think it's a little risky, but if you're desperate, I could see why you'd want to try it. That's tough. So how many, I, I got to look him up here. How many innings has he gone through his couple starts here? Six innings, five and two thirds, six innings. That's pretty good against Philly, yeah. Washington, and the Mets. Did have five walks against Washington. Who, <gasps> who, did, who does he have this week? He's got at home against the Red Sox and the Cardinals. Mm. Scary? Too scary? Yeah. Yeah, I think I'm out on that one. Okay, well, this will be the week to find out if Tucker Davidson's legit or sure. not. If he comes sure. out of this week with two solid starts, you know you've got a winner in your hands. Everyone's I think it's worth a cheap over. flyer. Yeah, okay. I, I, I would too. I think it's worth 10 bucks. I do. I think it, if you need a pitcher and you're trying to boost your pitching stats, you're getting desperate, especially if you need volume. He'll give you volume. I'm confident in that. Uh, Gonson's a good one, says Jasper. He grabbed him on Friday. Tucker Davidson he grabbed. All right, Jasper's in on Tucker Davidson. I wish you all the best, my friend. That sounds like a good time. All right, that's it for two-star pitchers. The rest of these, uh, Dylan Bundy's at Oakland at home against Detroit. I'm going to say this now. I think this is the week where Dylan Bundy kind of figures it out. I hope so. <laughs> Except Matt Chapman will hit a home run off of him. I'm going to call that right now. And so will Matt Olson. Yeah, that might happen. But he's got he's at Oakland, which is a good place to pitch, and he's home against Detroit, which is a decent place to pitch because the Tigers suck. So I think I'm going to ride with it, but I wouldn't blame you if you're like, Govier, I need to see more. We, we have a mess on our hands. It's just a mess. And then we're, one we're, other sneaky one is Randy Dobnik at Seattle and at Texas. I know he stunk up the joint, but these are, are both road starts. Yeah, yeah they're road starts. And I think they're usable. I like Dobnik's stuff. I really do. I loved what I saw from him a couple of years ago. Uh, I, I, I still can't keep referencing the start he had against the Tigers where he was just electric. And I haven't really seen it consistently since. Uh, but I do like these matchups here. I also owe you guys an apology. Uh, I thought Jackson Kowar would be much better, but I didn't know he'd be this bad. So if you didn't yeah, get to pick right. him up, then good news. because <laughs> Good news. You're not going to see him again this season. I literally said on last Sunday's show that I thought Kowar might have the best stuff. He could be better than Lynch and Bubich. And right now that doesn't look to be the case. So it, it, It's tough, man. In a dynasty, maybe you see this guy next year, a year after, and he ends up being a stud. But sometimes it takes oh, a long time for these pitchers. Dobnek pitched uh, in relief today. Thank you, Ryan. See, I had him lined up. I'm reading this article. It's a fresh article. Damn it! But, hey, that's why we love our community here. Thank you, Ryan. You bailed me out. I owe one to Ryan. So disregard that Dobnek comment I, I made. Think. <laughs> Let me Ryan. make sure. <laughs> oh, what? <laughs> I think. All right, get back to me on that one, Ryan. Okay. Thank you. Uh, relief pitchers-wise, uh, anybody to pick up here? Uh, someone blowing it in a bullpen anywhere? I think Ian Kennedy's been on the shelf, so the Rangers' job is up for grabs, although they're not winning very often. But you got Josh Spores, Demarcus Evans. Anybody? Is it just a mess there? It's it's hard to answer that question, it really. Is. <laughs> Bueller, Bueller, anyone, <laughs> anyone, anyone? Uh, Kenyon, uh, Kendall Graveman's back for the Mariners, and after another blown save yesterday by Rafael Montero, I'm sure he will lock that job. <laughs> down again and Keenan Keenan Middleton was optioned to triple a too so he's gone so mm -hmm. that's weird because he was pretty decent uh Josh Domont maybe take a flyer there or we'd like Barlow do we like somebody else in the Royals bullpen yes no probably Stelma 
I guess. Uh, who knows? Uh, TJ Antone's on the IL, although it won't be that long of a stay. Should be the minimum. Lucas Sims has taken control of that job right now, so uh, I would assume Sims is universally owned. But if Sims yeah. stinks it up somehow, maybe Garrett do a little. Yeah, maybe they slide in there, but I, I don't. I don't I, know. I like Sims from the start of the season. You know, even mid-season last year, I thought Sims had the best stuff. Okay. And if he takes over, I don't think he lets go of that job. I really don't. Ooh, well, I Sims burned me a few times. It's been an up and down affair this season, so I can't blame anybody who let go of him. But yes, confirmed by Ryan. Two innings for give me two, Utah. That's two, Utah. Give me two. Two innings for Dobnek. So the two start week is out for Dobnek. No, I knew I saw him watch a game. I was just losing it when you said he has two starts this week. Well, I would have lost it too. If, see, this is what happens. When you play softball on Sunday and you miss the Sunday games. I'm an idiot. Sammy Long. Ch- yeah. There a chance Hector Neris uh, maybe starts to lose some innings here. He's blown two saves in the last week. Has not looked very good in the last couple weeks here. Um, there a chance that maybe Alvarado, Coonrod, Brogdon, Archie Bradley maybe scoop up some uh, chances here? Absolutely. But you might as well grab a dart and throw it at the board to decide which one that is. <laughs> Especially in Philly. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Bradley could be the guy who sneaks in. But I like Alvarado, too. I've always liked Alvarado of all those pitchers. He's got but, the best they stuff. Like He's just yeah. yeah, and and uh, here's Cisnero as the closer, Star Platinum. Yeah, Cisnero, I guess he's the closer now. I thought Soto would get the job again, but they've gone to Jose Cisnero in the Detroit bullpen, and it doesn't look like uh, Gregory Soto's going to get any more save opportunities right now. Go Tigers! He's the closer this week. <laughs> we'll see. I'll let you know uh, who the closer is a month from now when we get to a month from now, because it won't be <laughs> Cisnero, it probably won't be Soto. <laughs> Well, uh, Star Platinum here says Suarez for Neris. Suarez, Suarez, Suarez. Uh, Jose Suarez, is that who you mean? Um, oh, Ranger Suarez. Fuck. Oh, Ranger guys, Suarez. I, I got to be honest, guys. Ranger Suarez. I had not watched him pitch this year, and his name's Ranger. That is so cool. Great name. Great name. That is, that is amazing. That's the fucking best thing I've ever heard. You just made my day. Thank you so much, Star Platinum. You're the yep. best. You guys enlighten us. There's, you know, we're busy. It's been a busy Sunday, and there's so many injuries and so many new players coming up that we learned about more about Sammy Long today and Ranger Suarez. Dear, we're learning so much. I know. I, I'd like to thank the community for stepping up and helping us out on a on a lazy Sunday here. Yeah, absolutely. We're giving it to all you guys. We wouldn't be able to do it without you. We can't do the show without you. And in fact, you guys make the show better. That's why it's cool when the audience and participates i told when you're not here dear i say they're my co-hosts so they really <laughs> are perfect. thank you for stepping yeah. up community helping uh mr deary out as he's been traveling the state of mission just getting uh <laughs> get, <laughs> get, get, catching up with some old folks let's put it that way uh, the orioles bullpen i still think tanner scott's a guy who gets the job done there paul fry was the one who's gotten the last few save opportunities but it's been a minute i picked up tanner scott in two leagues last week and i'm just gonna bank on him being the best starter who kind of rises to this top there and same goes for washington where tanner rainey is probably the guy there now too i think barring uh a change of status of course that's how it looks on a sunday evening i think rainey's the guy who can kind of break through there and provide some quality end of game action for them what do you think of that tanner rainey well i mean it's tough because you're talking about two last place teams so what are the opportunities Uh going to be however a guy like a Scott, a guy like a Rainey, because they are in last place teams, you know, if you're in a league where there's really good, where there's ratios or there's saves slash holds, 
these guys could could be traded to really good teams at some point this season. If they get thrown into that eighth inning role, somehow end up close a closer for a team that's really, really good and have a ton of injuries, then there's some value. So there's no no harm of having them on your roster. Maybe they pick up a save here and there. And then there's the possibility of them moving on to another team and having a decent opportunity. Ah, Ryan says Deary kicked off the mobile back massage business he'd been talking about. That's right. Deary's been on mobile back massage tour. Yeah, Deary's mobile. <laughs> That's what I've been massage. doing, man. Yeah, I've been. Yeah, I was up at Torch Lake uh, last weekend. Uh, <laughs> I had a three, three day session of back massages for all of our, uh, our 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 brethren up north. People need it, man. They need it. And Star Platinum, thank you again. A shout out to you, Star Platinum. You've become an integral part of this show with the Ranger Suarez bit. All right, a couple more points. We'll get the hell out of here. Uh, the, that's a relief pitching. Uh, Arizona's still an absolute disaster. There's no answers in the Diamondbacks bullpen. And that team sucks ass. They're the worst team in baseball, oddly enough. Let's talk real quickly about some hitters I would add. Like last week, I said Joey Votto was a big boost for me. So people that are coming back that you want to pounce on now, I would... Consider G-Man Choi, who should be... He might have been back today. I'll have to double-check that. But he was looking pretty good before he went on the I.O. with a groin issue. And if you need a corner infielder, the Rays' offense has been excellent. A rock-solid offense this year. So G-Man Choi is worth a shot. Hey, you know what he does against Garrett Cole anytime they play the Yankees? (laughs) What's that? He gets home runs. Yay! And remember that the Rockies are at home for seven games at Coors. Coors. Very important information to keep track of. Uh, Colton Wong is going to be back sooner than expected. I think he's available in my home league right now. I was actually thinking about picking him up. They're going to need his bat because they've had so many injuries with Shaw out and you know Urias has been leading off Luis Urias. So Colton Wong, definitely somebody to consider adding to your roster, right? Yeah, yeah. I mean, he comes back and slots right into the leadoff spot. So, I mean, this is a Brewer team that's in first place. I, I feel like when they're fully healthy, they have a chance to be a really good offense. But regardless, Colton Wong's going to be able to give get on base, swipe a couple bags, maybe pop one out of the park. Um, but he can he can walk as well. So, I, I do like Colton Wong. I just wish this guy could stay healthy. Yeah, that's a buzzkill. Another guy who's been on a roll and nobody's really mentioned him, at least I haven't seen, is J.P. Crawford. He's been hitting mm-hmm. regularly over the last two weeks or so. Not a lot of pop. I mean, there's only one home run over the last 10 or so, but he's getting consistent multi-hit games. Look at this. Last five days, 3 for 5, 0 for 3, 1 for 4, 0 for 5, 2 for 4, 3 for 4, 2 for 3, 1 for 3, 1 for 2, 3 for 5. So he's been hitting, 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 and I would expect more steals, even though he only has two, which is... A little below Utah. where he should be at. Give me two. More steals could be in the plan there as well if he's going to be on base that often. What's really important is he's batted leadoff every single game this week, which is really, really nice. Something that we thought we were going to see at the start of the season. Then they slotted him at the bottom in at the bottom of the order. This guy's figured out how not to strike out. That was his big bugaboo when he was in Philly. He's at a 17.5% K rate right now. That's fine. 267 average. The steals is where I got to see more. I got to see more steals from him. Uh, but it's good to see that he's getting regular playing time at the top of the order. He's a guy who could give you a little value, and he's probably out there, and you can get him on the cheap right now. Yep. Uh, okay, a couple quickly. Uh, Bradley Zimmer, he had a stolen base today. He's been playing fairly regularly. I know he's a deep, deep cut, but Bradley Zimmer of the Cleveland team, he plays outfield, he's healthy right now, and he could be a power-speed combo. I, I picked him up in a bunch of leagues last week. If he's still available, it's definitely worth a flyer right now if you need steals especially. 
I know he's always hurt. I know the story that he'll get hurt <laughs> probably after I said this. But uh, he's he's hurt right now. He was walking down the stairs with his son and tripped and fell. <laughs> well, same thing happened to Austin Hayes. He came back from the IL Friday, and then he was hurt again yesterday. I don't I don't even know what the deal is there. If he's going to be ready to go, it's just crazy. Miguel Andujar of the Yankees has been a steal. I hope that some of you guys have been riding that train. I didn't mention his name enough on the show, but my actions were I picked him up many times over the last two weeks because he was hitting bombs. He had three-bomb week recently, and he's getting playing time. He was the rookie of the year a few years back. He was a highly touted prospect. Yeah, you got to remember that 2018, 27 home runs, 83 runs, 92 RBIs. This was the guy I was going to talk about, betted 297 that year. Sure, he is not going to walk. 1.9% walk rate. I'd like to see him slot a little higher up in that Yankees lineup. I think he's batting like seventh or eighth right now, but he's the hot hand right now. Nothing's going right for the Yankees, but this guy's proven that he can be a fantasy asset. Some power, some RBIs. He's only 26 years old right now. Uh, I just scooped him up in another league. I think I think we have an opportunity here over the next couple months where this guy could really be a nice fantasy asset. I just want to see him moved up in that order right now for the Yankees. Yeah, that's also Ahmed Rosario. He's been on a roll, too. If he's still available, if you could put in a bid tonight, if he's on the waiver wire, make sure you do that. He's been tearing the crap of the ball. He was hitting like 220. Now his average is up to 280. So he's not going to have a bunch of power, but the steals and the average are very much a part of his game. And he should be able to crank out. I still think, you know, he had a 20 home run season, so he can do that. He's Isn't that amazing? Time. Isn't that amazing? He had a 20 home run season. <laughs> it is because that was well, such no, a he year fi- for him. He had, though. He, had, he had 15. But, but oh, still, look shit. at that. Look but at still, 2019, 15 home runs, 75 runs, 72 RBS, 19 stolen bases with a 287 mm. average. That's decent fantasy numbers there for a guy that's probably like, you know, a 20 to 24th round guy. Exactly. Another guy, Jorge Polanco. Jorge Polanco of the Minnesota Twins. He's hitting leadoff. He had three home runs this week. He's hitting leadoff. The Twins suck, but their offense is pretty decent. And with Byron Buxton coming back and Kepler coming back, that might change. But he still has always hit high in the lineup, even when those guys were in. He would hit in the two-hole. He hits to the one-hole right now. So I love his bat, and I think there's much better numbers ahead. He's almost creeping up on 10 home runs already for a middle infielder who's hitting 250. And I guarantee that average will go up, too. This is a guy to roster if he's still available, especially... I, I mean, 15-team leagues all day, 12-team leagues. He's borderline on 10 teams right now because he's on a roll. His peripherals look very similar to what he did in 2019. The only thing that is down right now is his BABIP is sitting at 269. Career BABIP of 309 in those stud years of 18 and 19 with the Twins. When mm. he had, or in 19 with the Twins when he had 22 home runs and 107 runs. He had a 328 BABIP. I feel like this Twins offense has got to get going. There's too much talent there. I feel like they're probably too far out of it right now, but I think they're going to start getting going, at least scoring some runs. And I love Jorge Polanco, and I think Buxton coming back just helps him out. Yeah, gosh, I hope there's – if there's somebody else we missed, because I, I always do this show and I get off and I'm like, oh, damn it, I didn't talk about that one guy. So I wanted to make sure I got all of those names in, and I want my actions of what I'm doing with some of the teams that I care about the most – to be reflected on the podcast so you guys know what I'm doing too. I'm not just telling you to do one thing while I do another, you know. That's that's not the way to do it. You got Jeff McDeal coming back, like I said. Um, Kenta Maeda should be back this week, I believe. He's been on the rehab start, so 
he'll yeah he'll rejoin the team tomorrow so that's good news get kenta maeda active and ready to go i think he's going to be much 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 better even though he's got a 527 era and a 1.5 whip basically really surprising but can't I think get he's healthy can't get, yes, can't he's, get any worse this guy has proven that he is a solid major league pitcher you know, when he was with the Dodgers, the big concern was, oh, can he do it over a full season? We don't need a full season out of him at this point. We just need a three-month stretch. And I mentioned Dobnak had good matchups. Well, replace that with Maeda. He's got Seattle and Texas. Those are great matchups on the road this week. So I'm Beautiful. expecting good things here. I really am. I'd be surprised if he shit the bed. It would really, really surprise me. It would. It would. Uh, anybody else that we didn't cover, Deary? A guy to mention that we really should know about? Yeah, I'm kind of uh, trying to scour some of my, my rosters here. Uh, scour the what about, rosters. What about Spencer Turnbull? Are we going to see him next week or maybe the week after? I would think the week after, but they said it wasn't major structural damage. Yeah, right? on so... his forearm. And that was back on June 8th. So last the last update was about five days ago on him. So maybe it's next week we see him. Yeah, uh, if you want to put a bid in for him now if he's available. Because I know we dropped him in our tag team league because... Mm. When I first read it, I was really worried. I'm like, oh, God, this is bad. You know, so I was kind of, I may have panicked. I'll, I'll take the blame for that, Eric. Eric Cross, I owe you on that one. If Turnbull comes back and dominates, <laughs> I'm going to look like an ass. But we needed players, too. And there's only so many players when you have Strasburg on your roster that you can roster with an injury. I, t- I tell you what, if Dylan Cease is available in your leagues, Dylan! pick him up. Pick him up just for when he plays the Tigers next month because you know he's going to win. The guy has 14 wins in his career. Eight of them are against the Tigers. Wow, that is a nice juicy stat to close on. Well done, Deary. Well done. All right, well, that's it. Another pleasure, another good time. Jasper, thanks for being here. Star Platinum, Ryan, Alex, the whole crew. I didn't see Brian K. Rodgerman here, but he's got a life too. He actually showed up to the last show after he just had tooth surgery or something. So that was pretty damn impressive. He gets a pass in my book. Everybody, you guys are really just keeping this show rocking. Share the word. Spread it around with your friends. Tell them all about it. Tell them about C. Deary 1999. Tell them about MJ Govier. G-O-V as in Victor I-E-R on Twitter. That's how you can contact us. We will continue to answer your fantasy questions, trade proposals. We're getting to that point where you maybe want to make some more moves. You're trying to make or at least maintain your status. And we'll be here for you. We'll be back on Wednesday and somebody somebody to be on we got a guest hmm. well we tony from open bar is supposed to be on the show because he was going to do last friday but he was on vacation so i don't know if it's going to be this friday or what but don't worry if there's any news related to this show plausible podcast on twitter two l's two nope that's the belvedere music belvedere. you talk <laughs> two l's Give me two. two z's you know it thank you again ryan thanks for the jokes jasper thanks for the good times catch you guys on the flip side I gotta go give him a massage. I'll be back As later. As a gator, he became a hero, and he led his team to the College World Series. By then, he knew that he'd outgrown them. Right, lads. Now I know there's not a faint heart among you, and I know you're as anxious as I am to get into close action. But we must bring him right up beside us before we spring this trap. That will test our nerve and discipline will count just as much as courage. The Acheron is a tough nut to crack. More than twice our guns, more than twice our numbers. And they will sell their lives dearly. They mean to take us as a prize. (laughs) And we are worth more to them undamaged. Their greed will be their downfall. England is under threat of invasion. And though we be on the far side of the world, this ship is our home. 
this ship is England. So it's every hand to his rope or gun, quicks the word and sharps the action. After all, surprise is on our side. <laughs> you know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator.